0: Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick.
1: Southeast Radio. Now to my first guest. Next Friday night, I'll be sleeping out in aid of Focus Ireland, and I hope that many of you listening to this morning's show will join me in raising funds for the commendable work undertaken by the not-for-profit Pat Denigan, the CEO of Focus Ireland joins me now to discuss the homeless crisis in Ireland and to highlight the work of their organisation. Pat, it's almost time for the annual Shine a Light fundraiser again and we'll be discussing how our listeners can get involved next Friday night. But first, homelessness was something that might have fallen off people's radar last year with COVID-19, but how grave is the problem in 2021?
0: It's still a massive problem, Carysh. At the moment, the official numbers would say that we have over 8,200 people homeless in Ireland. They're broken across about 953 families, and they include about 2,100, 2,189 children uh, at the moment across the country. So it's a major issue, uh, and a major issue that we're particularly concerned about coming out of the pandemic, which hopefully is now behind us and, and, and some of the restrictions are being lifted. What we saw during uh, the pandemic and and during the time of COVID was that uh, the government introduced a number of really important emergency measures which had a really strong effect in the right direction in reducing homelessness. Um, And those were mainly around things like a temporary ban on evictions and a rent freeze. Um, But what we've seen most recently, when those restrictions were lifted and when we've gone back to a more normal rental market, uh, those homeless numbers are starting to creep up again. And that's our great fear.
1: Now, of course, you also mentioned the point about rent freezes coming in during the COVID pandemic. But is it too late at this stage for a rent freeze because they're just gone too high? I think
0: the the level of rents is is extremely high there's no doubt about that and you know we we're just at the start also of of the government's recently published strategy around around housing for all and the answer to homelessness uh, as, 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 we, as we've said before, is to find people homes, and, and to do that, we really need an extra supply of housing, and to make sure that you know that housing is available to people um, right across the country. So more, more housing, more homes, more apartments. That's really what we need to address this, along with the supports to keep people uh, keep people in their home.
1: And Pat, just on that very point, what are your thoughts on the Housing for All strategy that was recently published by government? Well, we've welcomed the Housing
0: for All strategy. Uh, We strongly welcomed the the, the thrust of it and the approach of it. Uh, We really believe that one of the most important elements within it is the government setting uh, uh, an objective of of ending homelessness by 2030. Uh, That's a really fundamental thing from our point of view and something we've been campaigning for for a long number of years. I think if we don't have an objective of ending homelessness, then we continue uh, the approach which has been managing the crisis. And, and that's really important. I think the other the other aspect that I would uh, point to is that th- the time of the restrictions and the time of COVID, we've had a a very strong level of partnership from right across the sector, right across the, uh, the local authorities, the HSE, TUSLA, the state and the NGOs have come together in a huge way to really uh, act, act uh, very strongly in in, in removing the, the, the impact of COVID from the homeless population. We need that same level of partnership to address the homeless crisis and the housing crisis in this country. What I would say also is that we... I think while those objectives in, in Housing for All are very strong and very welcome, we need to hold the government and others to account in delivering on them and make sure we have a concrete plan to deal with it over, between now and 2030.
1: So what specifically are you concerned about with regard to the delivery and the implementation of that Housing for All strategy? I think
0: Focus Ireland and others have have listed a number of the challenges, and and getting to first and foremost, uh, there's there's a target of an average of 33,000 homes per year being delivered, but that's an average. At the moment, we're on about 20 to 21,000 uh, homes being delivered across the country, so getting to 33 is going to be is going to be difficult. But getting beyond that to make sure that over the course of the strategy, we're at an average of 33 is going to be even more difficult. And making sure that we have the skills and the ability to deliver on those homes, to making sure that we have the the, the planning permissions and everything else in place to deliver to those numbers is going to be vital.
1: And of course, in relation to the housing assistance payment, commonly known as HAP, is that part of the solution or part of the problem? Because I hear a lot of criticism being levied at that in relation to the formula that's used.
0: You could view HAP in both ways as being part of the problem and part of the solution. I think in the short term it's probably the only solution, because at the moment, until we have uh, a sufficient supply supply of housing um, uh, under development and being released into the market, then uh, we need to continue with the whole process of HAP and the whole the whole support uh, HAP supports in place. But I, in the long term, I think I think everyone would see that the supply of housing should should uh, remove the. Need Need for hat in the future.
1: And Pat as an approved social housing body, what are the key blockages in the system affecting you? I think the the key
0: blockages that that we see as as, as an approved housing body and and as a housing provider is really around the whole whole planning process and the the development process. It it simply takes a lot of time uh, to put in place a new housing scheme or new housing development uh, and making sure that you're working working through the various public procurement aspects, you're working through the concerns of neighbours, you're working through the whole planning process, takes a lot of time. And and, and that time is, is replicated for each individual development around the country, um, and we see that as as being a, a, a key issue that we have we have to address as a nation.
1: And so, on that basis, Pat, what could be done to fast track this particular process? Oh, I
0: think they, uh, certainly the fast-tracking of of planning, the fast-tracking of the, the consultation process, the, the fast-tracking of the the whole uh, the whole development and procurement process would be really really useful. Uh, I think also added to that I think we do need to fast track the provision of skills Um, you know coming from the time of of the Celtic Tiger going away a lot of the skills that we had in the building building industry uh, and construction industry the trades that have have really uh, developed through there uh, have simply uh, been eroded and have gone away And uh, we need to make sure that we're bolstering those resources very quickly.
1: Well, that certainly sets the context of the issue at hand, and it's a major issue currently. Now, of course, one of the primary objectives of Focus Ireland is to prevent an individual from becoming homeless. So how do you achieve that?
0: Prevention is better than cure, as, as 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 lots of people have said, and and really we want to prevent someone becoming homeless because it takes away the trauma that 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 homelessness can cause, the the trauma of losing your home in the first place, and when we we try and work with the individual at at the nearest point possible, to try and make sure that. You know they can meet their obligations to their landlord for example if, if that's what it happens to be that they can maybe make a, a better fist of making ends meet introducing them to things like maps and people like that that can help with, with household budgeting working with them to make sure they understand their rights in the, in the whole uh, tenancy area but also their obligations and making sure that they that they uh, that the people act as good neighbours um, in the community so there, there's a myriad of different ways that, that we can do that and we try to do it on a case-by-case basis. It's something which we we see as hugely value for money and hugely productive because if you can keep someone in that home, you're removing the possibility of them moving out to emergency accommodation, you're removing the possibility of them having to look for another home and and all the difficulty that, that causes.
1: For those then that unfortunately do find themselves homeless, how does Focus Ireland be of assistance to them? Well, in, in a number of different
0: ways. What we, what we work with families and individuals. We work with young people and, and, and older people up and down the country. And the idea is to try and find them a home, whether that home is in local authority housing, whether it's in an approved housing body like our own, whether it's in the private rented market. We try and, and, and find them a suitable accommodation and a suitable accommodation that they can integrate and build into the community um, we have, we have, as I mentioned earlier on, we have about 1,200 homes ourselves up and down the country. The idea is to make sure that those homes are just the same as any other home, and they're not identified in any or stigmatised in any particular way. Which is, the, we believe, the absolute right way of doing things.
1: And like all not-for-profit organisations, fundraising is critical for Focus Ireland. And next Friday night, the annual Shine a Light out will take place. Tell us about Shine a Light
0: certainly. Um, it is. Next Friday night on the, on, on the 15th is is Shine the Light Night as, as we're calling it. It's actually the ninth year, Carl, of, of, of Shine the Light and it started out in a very small way. It, and it started out uh, based uh, in, in trying to attract business leaders to come and experience homelessness and to learn about the issue of homelessness um, uh, and, and it's developed from there and it's developed right around the country. Um, we have three Hosted business leader events: one in the Law Society in Hulk Place in Dublin; one on Spike Island; and, and one in Limerick. And we are really thrilled yet again that that the Gosh Energy have come on board as our key sponsor for this. It's the third year of their sponsorship, and, and they're a huge part of what we do. Um, and but I suppose, like a lot of things, Carl. Um, we've learned from the pandemic and and some of those things have been good. Uh, Last year, we weren't in a a position to hold uh, a hosted event. And what we asked people to do was to sleep out in their homes and gardens and and their, their, their balconies and everywhere else. And they did in their droves. And what we'd like to do also, apart from having the business leader host an event, we'd like people to join us on sleeping out in their homes and gardens and and, and backyards and all the rest of that. And and engaging with us on social media and engaging in the night to learn more about the the issue, to raise some money for it if they can, and also to participate in the night to learn about the, to have an awareness of, of what the issue and how it can be solved for the future.
1: But it's important to highlight that all money raised will be used to address homelessness in our locality. That's right. That's right. The, the, two, the two-pronged approach that we have in dealing with that, and, and
0: we're, we're looking, we've set ourselves the target of raising one and a half million on the night. Uh, the, the two-pronged approach for that, for that one and a half million, is to a be used in prevention services. Uh, particularly in prevention services for family homelessness but also to make sure we have what we call a sustained exit if you fall into that trap of homelessness that we can get you out of it we can provide you with a home and provide you with the supports to stay out of that that trap Um, really our message is uh, family homelessness um, is something which is obliged on, on all of us and we need to address it as soon as possible in order to prevent the trauma that attracts to that and, and help the children who are, who are falling into that place as well.
1: And finally, I would encourage all of our listeners to support this very worthy cause. But how can they get involved?
0: Well, Carl, people can get involved through our website uh, which is shinealight.focusireland.ie Shine a light is all one word, uh, but to join us on the night, to either sleep out or to make a donation, uh, and to help out on the night and participate in social media to, to build awareness of the issue and give us your support, we would really appreciate it.
1: Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Pat Denigan, the CEO of Focus Ireland, and I do hope that the business community will get behind this very worthy cause on Friday next.
0: Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl
1: Fitzpatrick. South-